so Damien Moncourt is has an entity today, so unfortunately uh, he might I be pushed think, back. Yeah, I think he'll be a little bit busy uh, given the news that come out today. I think he's uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, then Jason Ackermanis also. Uh, he selling made a house. Busy. He's selling houses, correct. So well, hopefully he can get um, get a sale and then come on our show. So maybe that's it. So um, it's it's not at all that our next guest is third in line. Not at all. That's no, how we I set it up. Saved by the best. He was absolutely a champion docker. And, well, he had a great weekend. Not only did the dockers come from behind for him, but he's also Brisbane Lions, who's a premiership player of, uh, won last Thursday. And that's Des Headland. Good evening, Des. Yeah, good afternoon, fellas, and um, I don't mind being second fiddle or third in line for those champions. Oh, please, <laughs> mate. You're, I mean, Monkey only won the one, one premiership. Did he win two? I, that. I don't know if he did. So, yeah, no, but, mate, I heard you talk about Acker. Let's see if he's, yeah, hopefully he's selling some houses so we can um, chuck something towards our premiership union in a couple of weeks in Melbourne coming yeah, up. So Tell us a bit about, yeah, well, before we get on to the footy and uh, the Dockers and the Lions wins, tell us about what, what is it, what he's organised. I know that apparently this is the most publicised footy trip of all time because John, Jonathan Brown goes on Fox Footy all the time and tells us about it. Yeah. No, mate, really excited to, um, to catch up with, with the Brisbane Lions family and the crew. It's not just the players, but, um, you know, the families and, and the support staff that were and the coaches that were heavily involved in those in those um, fine years back in the early 2000s. So it's going to be a lot of faces that I haven't seen um, for over, well, for 20 years um, um, this year. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've got my family coming over as well. So I'm going to spend the week in Melbourne, a bit of work. We'll also get the festivities of the grand final and um, hopefully, you know, Brisbane or Freo or both are, are playing on that on that day on, in September. Yes, it uh, was here, mate. Um, who, who are you looking forward to sort of catching up with the most? Oh, my, my, you know, I look, my, most of the boys. Um, I still keep in contact with a couple of them, but um, you know, on the top, mate, it'd be good to see old, old Martin Pike. I haven't seen Pikey for a while. He's, he's a good character. I got along, got along with him pretty well as, as a kid back in the day, and um, he's been on the phone a few times organising the event. So, uh-huh. yeah, looking forward to um, having a few beers, mate, with him and, and, and everyone else. There's no doubt. I think um, Pikey's been described at another club as one of the most. Uh, yeah, on a, on a trip, one of the best. So I, I, think, uh, I think the duck said he was one of the best on the trip. So, oh, mate, it's good value, good value. Oh. Uh, yeah, Pikey, he's, uh, yeah, he's a lad. Likes to have a good time, and um, yeah. But more importantly, just it's good to have a yarn, mate. We all, we all talk a bit of crap at times, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of a lot of that going on over over that week and on the, on the day. And you said you got a bit of work to do while you're over. What are you up to at the moment? Yeah, so I'm in occupational health business. So I've got medical centres here in WA. Um, and then, yeah, looking at opening up a few centres on the East Coast. And I was in Melbourne actually two weeks ago, um, having a look at a couple of sites out of Tullamarine and Richmond. So, yeah, hopefully I'll time that well and, and get over there and, um, you know, kill two birds in one stone and do a bit of a business trip and um, enjoy the festivities along the way as well. I'm sure you... And it's a golf trip, yeah? So, do you play golf? Mate, I'm, I'm terrible at golf. Um, <laughs> I, I, I like... Um, I don't have the patience, but... I also I enjoy if I'm carrying the, the, the carts, you know, got the got the you know the beers in the in the back and running yeah. around and having a few hits here and there, but um, you know, feeding everyone the beers, so that's the best one. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, no, we, we, I feel it as well. Uh, now, tell us. Let's get to footy, mate. Uh, huge weekend for both of your footy clubs. I mean, which was your, which one? I mean, or, or both of them were just as exciting as each other. Oh, it certainly was. Thursday night, um, on the couch at home with the family and 
couple of red wines later and yeah it was a bit it was an exciting game and Dana Hurst sealed it right at the end and lucky the Tom Lynch goal didn't go go the way that Richmond wanted it and um, yeah it was it was, it was luck in the end, but it was such a good game of footy. I just started the whole final series off um, in terms of every game that was played throughout that weekend. And, um, you know, it was, it was just good to be on, on that winning end. There was no doubt. And um, yeah, I was really excited Thursday night. Then in the Friday night game, and obviously into Saturday footy where I went along to the game with the family. And, yeah, the first quarter was fair. It wasn't, well, the first quarter and a half was, was, um, wasn't too good. And a few people sort of um, were about to walk out the stands, I imagine. But... It was a good turnaround, uh, as, as, as you know, and they got a good win in the end uh, for her. So. When, when you were watching uh, the Freo game, could you, at any time, did you think, yeah, we'll still get back into this? Could, could you sort of see it? or? I think the crowd was, was, was humming a bit. like They're just sort of waiting for that first goal to, to happen, which it did. And then um, I thought to myself that half time come too quick because uh, they're on a bit of a run and, and the siren went and, um, and then... The Bulldogs come out and kick the first goal in the third quarter, I think it was, and I thought, oh, here we go. But yeah, to the boys' credit, they stuck they stuck to their guns and um, come out and played a, an awesome brand of footy in the second half and overran, overran the doggies and um, played a real fast fast game of footy. I, I, like, on the top of my mind, I just remember Freddie just getting the ball and taking off on the wings and you know putting a forward a shooter and off the boys' goes. Sonny kicked a few goals up forward and... They played, played an exciting brand of footy. The first half was a bit different. I just sat started having a few more beers and talking to people, thinking, oh, well, the season might be over here for these boys. So <laughs> in the second half, we got a bit more into it and watched the game a bit more. So, <laughs> where, where, do you see, right, so. where do you see the uh, the improvement in Frio this year? Um, oh, look, mate, they've... Yeah, look, J-Lo's... Justin Lundgren is obviously bringing a good brand of footy and as their defensive side of it. Um, I think they're the number one defensive team in the competition. Um, but they're, they're exciting to watch when they move the ball as well and they, they play with a bit of attacking flair at times and when, it, when, it's, when it's put together on game day um, they are a really exciting team to watch um, so yeah, yeah I, think, I think just to um, have that young group of boys that have come together for the last few years a, a new coach a couple of years ago and just um, you know attacking uh, defensive first into attack and, you know it's good to see Michael Walters in the last sort of couple of weeks really step up and kick a few more goals and you know, have that bit of flashy play out forward as well. Just need a big key forward, mate. We get that key forward right on any day, we're, we're right. Well, that's what Luke Jackson's meant to be. Uh, are we <laughs> confident over in the West that you're going to nab him because there's been conflicting stories here in Melbourne? Oh, look, mate, it's just... I don't know anything that you wouldn't know, but it'd be, <laughs> it, would, it would be handy to have someone of his calibre. He's a young a young ruckman and forward, but he's got a lot of development as well, so he's shown some pretty good signs over the last few years. and we can um, package um, all that up into one and if he chooses to come back to Fremantle um, yeah I think it'll be a great opportunity for the club to to grab his services there's no doubt and Fife will we see him back do you know uh, where he might be at I'm not sure how how bad his hammy was if it was a three weeker or um, end of season or just a a minor sort of of thing because it wasn't I think it was a different hammy this time so um, well, I haven't heard anything, mate. Be honest with you. Otherwise, I'll, I'll let you know. But um, not, not a not a bad player to have up your sleeve when he's available. To be honest with you, and chuck him in the mix at the right time, and who knows mm-hmm. what can happen. And just on that, like, yeah, I mean, we have champion players that can sort of like D- Dusty came back on the weekend. We have champion players come back and sometimes a little underdone. From sort of your perspective as being one of those players, is it worth it? Is it worth sort of bringing them back? Even though they might um, be underdone. Well, I think when you have 
but obviously when you talk about Dusty and Fife, you're talking about a whole another whole another level um, in the competition. And you know, even if they're having um, you know, 60 percent of their or 50, uh, 70 percent, just just so they're having not their best day, what it does is it attracts the opposition players to focus on them a bit more than they usually would. So it might might allow your second tier mid or forward to to step up and kick those three or four goals of that that he wouldn't do um, when they're out there in their in their form, you know. So. It definitely opens up other opportunities for players around the field and um, just by having their presence and um, you know, that scare tactic and factor out there when, when they're that good. And the possibility of a Frio-Brisbane... Yeah, double this weekend. Clash? Yeah, well, it's the way they both played um, on, on, on last weekend. If, mm. they, you know, take, if, Frio, if Frio take that second half into, into the game against Collingwood for the four quarters, and it's going to be a great game of footy... Um, with both teams, and obviously Brisbane play the way they did again as well. Um, you know, it's going to be. You know, they, they probably want a bit of. You know, after the last game against Melbourne at the end of the year wasn't too good, so I'm sure they want to get some redemption and put a bit better effort in Brisbane. And um, you know, I'm backing both clubs to to have a win away from home and get on a bit of a roll. And who knows what can happen? Yes, who, who knows? Who knows? Now, you, you obviously you played with the the great Brisbane Lions teams of Acker and Black and Voss and. Lappin and yourself in that midfield, which was a terrific. Um, Lockie Neal's game last Thursday was uh, Voss-esque, um, as a few people have said. Uh, but I likened it to a bit of Simon Black myself. But either or, it was fantastic. Uh, what was it like playing with, with those champions uh, in, in your midfield? Oh, mate, it was special. Yeah, um, yeah you, look, you don't realise until later on in your footy career that... Um, you look back at yourself and say, yeah, I was lucky enough to play with some of those players. Um, <laughs> you know, Vossi and Blackie, just to name a few, there's another handful I can, I can rattle off. Um, Luke Power. Champions. Luke Power, Nigel Lappin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Marcus Ashcroft. You know, like, you just you just keep going on and on. And, um, you know, but to have you know, those two, particularly Blackie and, and Vossi, who were exceptional, and, um, just a, an elite footballer and, and hard men. Um, just led the way from the front, and um, yeah, look, I was, I was I pinched myself to to get on the few, end. I got a lot on the end of a lot of their handballs. Don't get me wrong; they they definitely passed me out there. And, um, but they they also made sure you, as a player, that you had to set your own standard. Or um, if you didn't follow that lead, then the next bloke would just come in behind you and, and step up and, and and go along. And that's the sort of quality people they are. Oh, well, we've got six teams left. Who do you, you you're saying that uh, Brisbane and Frio can sort of get wins? Who do you see uh, maybe getting there at the very end? Oh, mate, they're all pretty good, aren't they? The six. Mm. <laughs> 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 it's a tough one. Like my heart, my heart would love to say you know, Brizzy and Frio they were in there right at the end in the mix. Um, you know, and um, that would be amazing if that happened. Either one of them or both. And, Look, Collingwood's playing awesome footy. Melbourne's playing good footy. Geelong, Sydney. Um, is it, I think that's it, isn't it? The rest of You know, but Sydney, you know, Sydney looked very well on the weekend. And, um, you know, Geelong are, are looking pretty, pretty serious. And uh, <laughs> it's a bit of a flip of the coin. You know what? It's, as a football supporter, um, as you all know, it's, mm. it's, been a, it's been a great year. And um, to sit here and say any of those six could have potentially win the flag, normally you, you've got two or three lined up now that you know that's it, right? So, uh, so it, makes, it makes it exciting every every game they play from now on in terms of what you know, which way the, uh, the, the end score is going to go. And do you, do you remember the, um, there was also um, a thing come out this week because Fly in his press conference after Saturday night's loss... Um, 
He said that, uh, you know, the, the lying down and the Collingwood players, you know, he wanted to act like winners. And uh, I think Jonathan Brown said that's a very um, Lee Matthews um, thing to say. Uh, and, he, and he spoke about a memory of uh, Michael Voss and James Heard laughing um, to each other after a game. Do you remember this game and uh, what the message was um, and the standard that that set for the rest of you Brisbane Lions players? Uh, yeah, vividly. Obviously, the, the Sly comment is definitely a great comment, and, and he, he is a Lee Matthews um, scenario. And I heard Brownie actually talk about that, and it did bring back some sort of memory in terms of what Lee was like. And um, you know, Lee from the front. If you and if you if you're the captain and leader of that footy club, and if, if Lee shows that he's having a crack at the leader in the sense that you know the boss he is, and you know everyone everyone's got to fall behind, right? So um, there's no doubt that. Um, Sly learned a lot of that stuff from Lee and, 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 and it takes that into, into Collingwood and I guarantee that's why Collingwood are having a fantastic year, there's no doubt about that it's, yeah, it's good to see that freshness of different, you know, that young, I like that young Jack, you know, Gideon or Gideon mm, yeah. uh, people, people might turn around and say this matter about him, I think he's got a bit of flair and character about him, I think we need more, more, more of the boys to, to be themselves out there, you know, and I think Sly's, Sly's um, allowing that but, but also to make that comment about, you know we're winners, you know, get up. You know, I think it's fantastic. And to say that to the, the public world as well, a lot of that's kept inside behind the four doors. Um, sometimes they get access uh, for the public to hear that stuff. I think it's a great, great, it's good work. And are you like uh, all of us? We're actually enjoying, for the first time in our lives, enjoying watching Collingwood play? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Carlton. And Carlton. Yeah, and yeah. obviously, you know, like July, like, oh, the, the players that you've you mm. played with and um, had the relationship over the years. You sort of keep an eye on that. You know, it's great to see a lot of the Brisbane Lions um, past champions are head coaches at these clubs, and they're and they're all doing well. Um, you know, so you know, and they've you know, learnt from the best at Lee, but had a great group of boys around them as well. Um, you know, and I think I texted Vossi earlier in the year, said um, something similar like, "Oh, I don't know why you made me a Colton sporter, mate, but good luck." You know, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we're all, we're all... Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're all doing it. There's no unless they play as long as they don't play the other teams. So that's fine. That's true. That's, so we're all expecting you to uh, join the queue then, and uh, maybe uh, coach the Bombers next year then, just to <laughs> to get all the Brisbane Lions players into coaching jobs. Mate, who do you think? Who's in line for that? What's the rumours coming? Oh, who's, who's well, well, may as well give it to Lepich. <laughs> yeah, why not, eh? I mean, <laughs> Lepich's been around for a while. Um, yeah. Assistant coaches at different areas. Brisbane Lions taking the day, coach. So yeah. his time might be right. If he's, well, I haven't heard anything, but no. could be in Suez Cape, boys. What's going on? Yeah, we don't know. Well, your ex-coach Rossi's not doing it, so that's what we do know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. So, yes. Um, um, yeah, tell us, just uh, just quickly uh, before we let you go, mate. Uh, thank you for your time, Des Headland. Uh, well, uh, just so we know, uh, so Fly, Chris Scott are not on this golf trip. Uh, mate, oh, good question. I'm not sure because say who's the prelim? They will be <laughs> right. Um, but <laughs> um, yeah, Mike, my, my, as I said, Pike he's organising all just rock up. Um, looking forward to catching up with the boys and um, you know seeing each other and. Uh, having a couple of quiet ones and enjoying, you know, I loved it over here last year with the grand final being in Perth and, um, you know, all the build-up, but um, even me being a West Australian, taking my boys and kids over for the festivities, it's nothing better, mate, grand final week in Melbourne. 
Oh, we look forward to it. No, it should be great. Should Enjoy. be great. Not too much business, though, mate. No, no, just come here for fun, mate. And if you <laughs> hear it, if you hear on a Wednesday, you're more than welcome to come up to the Yarra Valley and join us in studio for great fun. Oh, mate, well, you never know. Send me a message and he knows. <laughs> Very good. Hey, uh, Des, we might leave it there, mate. But uh, I'll get back to you with uh, what Acker says uh, and the, the, and your and your trip if you need to know any information. But thank you so much for your time, mate. Thanks, Des. All right, no worries, boys. Cheers. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Not Thanks, a problem. Des Hedland, uh, the former Lions Premiership player and also 114 games with the Dockers.